Welcome to Championship Culture. We've got a special guest with us today. Chris Davis is the head boys basketball coach at Millbrook High School in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is a big school in North Carolina. Uh, highly respected. I, I told you, a, a, a good friend of mine, John Poolnot, uh, who, who is now in Ohio, but, but, but coached in North Carolina for a long time, is, is the one who recommended uh, you to me, Coach. And, and he had nothing but great things to say about you. said you're an elite person an elite coach, and you run an elite uh, program. And then when I was digging a little bit, I saw that you did the, the 5.30 workouts, uh, 5.30 a.m. workouts, and I, I said, that, that's my guy. Now, when you, when, it, when you can get kids to show up at 5.30 in the morning and work hard, that, that, that already tells me you got a strong, strong culture and, and uh, the kids are all in. So, Coach, thank you so much for doing this. And, uh, and I, we're uh, – I know I am, and, and everyone who watches this, we're excited to, to hear from you and, and learn from you. So I'm going to jump right into the questions. Uh, question number one, can you give a one-minute elevator introduction of yourself? Yes, sir. My name is Christopher Davis. Um, love, love coaching, love being a part of it. You know, I got started, got my start in, um, when I was at NC State as a student, and I worked at a community center, so I was doing some basketball stuff, kind of loved it, and, and just kind of you know, came up through the AAU circuit. You know, I got into middle school at Leesville Middle. Had a great mentor in Daryl Robinson over there at Leesville High School that mentored me and um, got me to, to Millbrook where I met Scott McGinnis, who uh, was the guy that kind of got me through there. So 22 years later, uh, head coach of my – got my dream job. I love being at Millbrook. I love working there. I love the kids. And um, and – and my environment is, is fun. It's a lot special. You know, we play a certain level of basketball that I love doing. I think the kids love it. But more importantly, I'm trying to build people. So wins are great. But, you know, when doctors, lawyers, business owners, that is what I'm trying to build. I'm trying to build men and build women. So that's my, that's my kind of my spiel. Awesome. Awesome. And you've been at Millbrook for how many years? 22. 22, 22 years. years at Millbrook. That's awesome. That's awesome, Coach. All right, question number two, uh, how do you define culture in your program? You might have just told us, but let, let's hear you. Yeah, um, first and foremost, I think you got to get to know the people. you got to know who you're dealing with, and you've got – I say that I treat everybody the same but different, meaning some kids come from different backgrounds. Some need a hug. Some need a pat on, 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 on the rear. Some need to be yelled at. Some need to be spoken to quietly. But you find out what motivates and moves that kid, and they'll do anything from you, for you. And with that being said, I'm a big sir, yes sir, no sir person. So when I first meet a kid, the first thing I'll say is um, I ask them a question, a yes or no um, answer. And they'll be like, uh, no. Like, no. I just kind of turn my face and they'll, oh, no, sir. And I'll say, look, man, at Millbrook, I need you. I need yes, sir, no, sir, yes, coach, no coach. And I asked them, I said, why do I do, why do you think I do that? And they go, because uh, I'm being respectful. I was like, no, you're a respectful kid. I don't think you're not respectful. It's just one day you're going to meet Roy Williams, or you're going to meet Coach K, or you're going to meet uh, Kevin Keats, or you're going to meet, um, you know, if you're a football player, you're going you're gonna to meet Coach Cutcliffe, and he's going to speak to you. And if you're respectful, that's going to help you because they're going to be recruiting a lot of kids. But it's like, man, you know, that kid's a great football player, basketball player, but man, he's respectful. Like he wasn't forcing it. You can tell that's how he speaks to adults. And that's what they want because when you're trying to decide between this guy and that guy, and you got a four-star here, four-star there, what's going to be the difference? What's going to be the thing that they're going to want more than anything else? They're going to want a good person. So 
I try to build it that way. And I'd say the third thing is leading by example. I think when we have our early 5.30 a.m. workouts, being there before them, waiting, excited, yelling, motivated, I mean, gets them hyped, gets them motivated. And when kids are late, you just see it like they don't drop. A lot of times the parents are dropping them off. The parent is like, I'm so sorry. It was my fault. You know, they want to apologize. And the workouts are voluntary. Like, you don't have to come. But the kids want to be there. And you can't get kids up at 5 o'clock to get a 5.30 workout go home or stay at school, shower, change, and have a school day if, if they don't believe in it. So I think that's kind of things that helped us along the way. Coach, if we were together, I'd give you two high fives right now, man. That was that, the, the way you explain the yes sir, no sir thing is the best explanation and selling of that that I've ever heard. You know, right. You're, we, we all know that it's to help them, but the way you just explained that, that you're building a habit, so when the time comes, it's going to pay off for you. Uh, that was beautiful, man. I, that's that's the best I've ever heard that explained. Hey, you know, and, Coach, I, I, someone probably surely told me a while back that that was a way to do it, and it just made sense. And I've seen coaches go go over the top when someone didn't say it, and I was like, you know what? They got to learn. They got to understand why. Instead of you just browbeating them or making them run, how about make them – and, Coach, I had to add in. So, at first, I don't do as much anymore, but if they didn't say it, I would make them do push-ups anywhere. We've done push-ups in the, in the, in a restaurant parking lot, in the, in the dining room. Like, just to let them know, you know, this is how important it is to me that you be – and then those kids now, you just hear it, how respectful they are. So, <clears throat> It's just the, the, the why of uh, a kid can understand that immediately – and it's the same why that we've always – I mean, that's why we were doing it, but just explaining it to them that way was just beautiful. That, that's uh, that's, that's uh, two thumbs up on that one. Thank you, Coach. Uh, number three, what are the three best things you do to build culture in your program? And you probably just gave us one of them because that well, was fantastic. Well, one, that, that's pretty cool, yeah. The, yes, the third thing is really big, really big to me. And, you know, yes, Coach, you know, really big. Um, one thing is we spend a lot of time off the court with each other. We do activities. We, we, um, like we had a thing where we used to go and we haven't done this in a couple of years, but we used to go once a month to a different church as a team. And we pick different denominations of church and it wasn't mandatory. And we would meet up and we would go as a team. We did all dominate, you know, denominations just to give the kids a different feel of thing, not tell them how to how to feel or how to or how, or what to be religious religiously, but just to give them a different a different feel, just so they can understand where the kids were coming from. Um, you know, we do a lot of stuff like um, you know helping out with different with groups. We're going to some thrift stores and helped out with some different things. Um, but I think just giving back to our community is, is huge. You know, going to elementary schools and doing doing uh, doing activities with the younger kids like that stuff's important to us. You know, and then I think the the third thing is being involved in the kids' lives, like making sure they're good, you know, double checking to make sure they're getting their homework done. You know, they're focusing on things at school, you know, they're they're being respectful on campus. Like we're a big thing about littering. Like, you know, if you see a guy or girl throwing trash, say something to them, be a leader, like lead lead on this campus. Don't just be the person that plays here and you don't care about your, your environment, your school. We want it to be beautiful. So. You know, the custodians that work there, my guys are super respectful to them because they know if they don't clean the school up 
it doesn't look as nice as it does. And if they want to get some shots up sometimes and adults got to be there, sometimes they'll be like, hey, you know, Mr. Mr. Johnson, would you mind staying around and I need to get a few more shots? And they'll do that because they're respectful to them. That's awesome. We, uh, I'm a big believer in the community service and, uh, and the, uh, and we do the, we, we only do it one time a year, but we do the team church day and it's always a different church, always a different denomination. So, uh, so it's glad to know I'm, I'm heading in the right direction. If you're doing it, I, I must be doing something right. All right. Uh, this one's going quick, but man, you you give you're straight. Oh, those are dang just straight gold shots that you're giving us, man. Thank you. All right, uh, number four. This is a big one, especially when you get to be our age. Uh, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first got started? Um, I wish I dealt with the officials better when I was younger. Like I'm, I'm really good at them. Like I'm, I'm really good at how I deal with them and speak to them and and get their respect and make sure I understand it. I know football is a different animal because you guys are out there and I've seen some coaches and they, I feel bad for that, that, that judge or that, that ref that's on your uh, sideline sometimes because they're getting so much. But I started saying next. I wish I started that early. So basically next coach is if something bad happens, we just move on. We can't do anything about what just happened. Good, bad, or other, we next everything. So I wish I had learned next. 15 years ago, because I think it would have kept me in a lot less gray hairs. And I think my voice would be a lot, lot better situation if I had learned next, because literally if I'm able to, to help them forget about what just happened, referee, you know, guy gets fouled. We got to keep playing. We can't worry about what just happened where in the past I would like fuss the guy, why are you not getting back on defense? I understand. Let's play through it. And then when the whistle stops, then we can discuss it. I think that would be the first thing. Um, second, I wish I was a better manager of my time back back then. Like my practice plans now are like meticulous. Like they are like one of my assistant coaches, one of my first year coaches came and he was like, man, you, you're, you're like when the horn sounds, you're done. Like we move to the next thing. Like you don't, you don't drag on like you, it's planned out. And I was like, I've been doing this a long time. So my friends first, I, you know, I would scribble something down or I would just show up with everything in my head and it wouldn't work. So when I learned how to take the time to get in front of a computer or get in front of a pad and write down my, my, my plan and get it together and put sufficient time into it, it helped me so much more. So I wish I had learned that earlier. And the third thing is, um, is sometimes we put so much into, into coaching that we forget about the little things, you know, going to visit your nieces and nephews. Like, I don't have any children, so visit my nieces and nephews, um, walking my dog more, like spending more time with my wife, like like spending more time with the people around you that come out and support you because um, you look back and, you know, you get 20 years in, you're like, man, I've missed out. Like, I'll, see my, I'll see one of my nephews and he's he's grown up like a wee. I'm like, man, where, where, where did all that time go? So, I, you know, spend a little more time with the people that love you and, lo- and you love, I think, is important as well. Awesome again, man. The uh... – the officials one, uh, you know, that, that one, is, I, I think not only is it a big deal to, to just not be on them all the time, because I don't know about you, but I've coached them hard before, and they just don't learn. So it's, it's, I'm not doing anything but, <laughs> but making them mad. But right. the biggest one was, uh, you know, I thought I felt like if, if, the, if I started getting on an official, the kids started pointing fingers. Yes, yes. And I never want. I'm. I'm more like you that 
hey, that, you know, the officials have no factor in what's fixing to happen tonight. That's all on us. So, so we're, we're going to make mistakes. They're going to make mistakes. The other team's going to make mistakes. That that's all going to wash out. We got to we got to take care of us. And so, coach, we're fussing at them that we're not taking care of us. So to combat it, one of the things I did was I became the worst referee ever at practice. <laughs> so I give my assistant coaches teams. I don't take a team at practice unless we're doing like some end of game stuff. But everybody has a team. I literally referee and I, I cheat. I make bad calls. I call charges. I call ball out of bounds when it's not, and they have to react to it. And they, if they flip, I will stop that and say, "Look, see, there you go. That's what's going to hurt us because." The referee is going to see it a certain way. You're going to stop playing and your team's going to be affected. So, so those time and score situations helped us. And then literally in games, we all, the coaches police each other. So if I, if I'm getting, they see I'm getting upset about a call, they have the right to tell me next coach. And then, and vice versa. And the kids got to the point where they do it as well, which means we police each other. And that's, and that's huge when they're doing it. And they're, they're, help, they're stopping each other when things like that happen. It makes it so much better to me. Uh, you're, you're right. We, 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 we say flush it. Flush it. It means the same thing. Just flush it and move to the next one. Right. It means the same thing. And, uh, and I, when you were saying that, I, I, I think I saw it was on Instagram. And I'm not, it was one of the major colleges and one of the guys walking with his head down. And one of his partners come up and lifts his chin up. Sure. Yes, sir. I thought that was so. We talked about that with our with our kids so much, you know. That yeah. make sure when when one of your team is pulling you back or helping you get your mind right, that you take the coaching. Because right. you know how easy with that scene that we both saw, how easy it would have been for that guy to slap that guy's hand away and still be yep. pissed. But he yep. took the coaching. He got his chin up, and they moved forward. And I thought mm -hmm. that was, uh, you know, that was it's so much of a mental game. And, right. uh, and it sounds like you're focusing on the, the little mental pieces that make it happen. You know, we call it, we, we also know that we call it controlling the controllables. You can control how you react. You can't control the call. You can't control. And like, you know, like in, in basketball, basketball is one of those sports where you can get a slam dunk and then you're winning. And then somebody hit a three and you're losing in three seconds. So you got to remember to move on to the next thing. And then, like I said, you can control what you do after the dunk. You can stand there and celebrate, or you can get back on defense. In football, like, you may, you may get a holding call. It's 10 yards. Okay. So the next play, then, you know, take care of business. Like, 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 like make that hole like – you know, give, give the quarterback some protection. Like, 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 open that hole up. Like, do something to get it back. You can't, the hole is done. You can't get it back. The whole team might be staring at you because we just got a 50-yard run and we had to bring it back because, you, you know, you, you held a guy. But go on to the next thing and, and clear your mind off of that and quit worrying about, what you know, the referee's cheating me. It's a bad call. Like, get through that as quickly as you can to the next thing because, like, in your sport, like I tell guys all the time, you got, you know, that play happens and then that 40-second that clock starts and you got to forget whatever just happened and get on to the next thing. I think I think basketball really does condition them better for that mindset of it. it you, it's the next thing, man. You can't be worried about the last thing. The next yeah. next one's coming. And they can, <laughs> it's like you said, they can hit a three and it's over. You know, there's, right. there's nothing worse. And I know I, I always said in basketball, you it, you face so many of those end game situations where we might face 
one or two a season, you might face two this week. You know, you might have the Tuesday game and the Friday game, and you, it comes down to, you know, two seconds on the clock, and it's going to be the last and, play. And we practice them all the time, Coach. I mean, we practice. Like, a little situation will be um, in the practice. There might be two or three situations where we'll put a score up with time, and it'll explain all the situations, how many timeouts you got left, where the ball is, every situation. If you foul, you foul out. Like, everything that you could think of, we try to – we try to do so in the game situation. We can we can try to execute it. So, yeah, it's, like you said, your yours is you might get into like a like a fourth and like you might want to work on your fourth and ones or going for two. Your two point conversion that you need, you know, you're gonna have those those in your bag to be ready. Is you know very similar to that. For sure. You just, the basketball just has the ability to face so many of them. But we we do we pra- our our last period of practice is a we call it competition, but it's always situational. But, uh, you know, that's probably stolen from basketball because it's just – you face so many of those in, in a week. You know, you could, right. you could have more of those in one week if you got, you know, weather. You know, you got a three games in one week deal. You could face more in one week than we face in the whole season. Right. Uh, so, great stuff, man. Thank All right. You. So, we're at the end. This went quick, man. But, you I mean, you were dropping gold now. Uh, Number five, what is your uh, contact information? Are you on Twitter? You, you do any of that stuff? I am. I am. Um, I'm. Um, mine is uh, Millbrook Coach D. Uh, Millbrook Coach D. All together. Um, we you know MillbrookBasketball.com is our website. Um, Millbrook MBB is our Twitter and our Instagram. And um, my, my social media guy's name is Evan Molesta. He you can't steal him, Coach. He is amazing. This guy, he does he does an amazing job. Like, like I said, I, just, I mean, I'm so lucky to have him, but he, he goes the, the extra mile for me. People ask me, like, we'll, we'll, we'll be at a game or a summer game, and we'll be tweeting out scores, and I'll, they'll be like, Coach, how are you doing that? I'm like, it's not me. I'm, I'm, believe me, I don't have any time to do all that kind of stuff. I'm worried about driving a bus and getting kids to places and all that, and Evan just is amazing. So he – he he gets it done for me, and um, you know it makes me gives me more time to spend you know coaching the kids for sure. Isn't it amazing that 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 is uh, uh, that that kind of coach is is now invaluable? You know the impact he can have on your program is just unbelievable. And that guy didn't exist ten years ago. No, you know, that, no. We, we would be saying, "What? What are you talking about?" But now, I mean, that's a difference maker in a program. Now is having someone that's really good with the social media game. Yeah, coach, and, and like when we set up and we do things, he will actually go with us to the events. And sometimes him just being there just to film it for us or get pictures, or you know, you're there, you're in the moment, you don't think about it, but you, you'll, you'll get back later and look and go, "Man, that was awesome." You got where'd you get that picture? How'd you get that or whatever? So, we 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 try to do stuff with the kids and try to help them through a lot of stuff. And nowadays, like you said, with social media and with COVID, um, as much as we can do to help our kids at, for the next level, we try to do as far as you know, giving them, you know, tape, film, whatever. But um, just trying to make it fun for them, you know, trying to make the experience fun, make it where when they leave, I want them to almost be like, man, I'm at. I'm at Mississippi State right now. This is nice, but Millbrook, we got we had this and this. So that I try to make it almost like a competition, but it's fun, man. I wouldn't want to do anything else. I have the perfect job, the dream job for me, and you know, it, it, it's 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 giving me a lot of great times for sure. 
So that, that was a fantastic finish. It, it, you know, the last question is contact information and anything you want to plug. You just did a great job. Do you want to hit your, uh, your, your uh, team website again or any of yes, that kind of information it's, one more time? It's, it's Millbrook, basketball.com. Um, all our Twitter and our Instagram stuff is um, at Millbrook MBB. And um, if you go in there, it's, it's just awesome stuff on there. Like he, he, he really, if you go through it and you follow us, you'll, you'll kind of see how we do things. And um, it, it's, it's a lot of fun having, having that access. I mean, my, my stuff is boring. I call it, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the boring person on Twitter and then all that stuff. I'm just, I kind of support my kids as much as I can to kind of, you know, just give them love and support them or, or coaches like yourself. If um, I love when coaches do some great things for us, putting out great inspirational tweets or they do something different. I love to kind of see that stuff. But, um, but yeah, I kind of say the, yeah, the social media is for the, the young man's game. So I, I, I just try to, I try to watch it and monitor it for, you know, one of my kids and stuff, but let Evan handle all that. And I just, well, I'm I'm gonna follow you. I wanna I wanna up my game. I wanna see how what you're doing. <laughs> I can uh, up my game on it because it's such a it's such a big deal now. It's so important now yeah. that uh you know something we wouldn't even been talking about ten years ago, and now it, it could literally be a difference maker for you. Yeah. So man, that was fantastic. I appreciate you doing this so much, man. And uh, I, I know you're getting ready to get cranked up here shortly, and uh, yeah. and I wish you all the luck this season. And uh, and just from talking to you, I, I know I know it's going to be a good one because they got a great leader leading the way. Well, thank you. And I told Coach Poolnot that as soon as I could get a chance to come watch some Hobbin football, I was going to come down and check it out. He said he said you could get me um, some exclusive seating. He said I heard it's tough to get a seat in that place, so I want to come out and check you guys out. I love watching some good football for sure. Well, heck yeah, man, you're always welcome. I appreciate yes, you doing this, Coach. Hey, thank you, man. Appreciate it for having me. Thank you.